You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercont Insider Live, episode 150. Woohoo! We've reached a milestone. The Intercont Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, the Disney vacation experts. Talk to Nancy and the crew over there. Uh, they've got some good stuff going on, including 2023 bookings open today for hotel stays, packages, and everything. Call Magical Journeys today or drop them a line on their uh, website, Facebook page, whatever you use. Smoke signals, <laughs> anything, something. Talk to them. They've been our sponsor for most of our 25 years online. With me tonight, we've got C.A. Carolyn. Does it say C.A. Carolyn? Because on mine, it's a little Canada flag and then my name. Yes, C.A. Carolyn. C.A. Carolyn. Oh, really? Oh, it looks good to me. All right. Well, C.A. stands for Canada. Right. We we figured that one out. Uh so representing at least half the nation of Canada tonight, Carolyn, <laughs> and in the uh, the sweet retro uh, Walt Disney World Florida sweatshirt. Dang it, that yes, sweet. That is that is cool. Is that new? Um, I think I got it maybe before Christmas in that okay. vault shop on Main Street, USA. I would I would classify that as relatively new. It even says like nineteen seventy one. Opens, opens October 70. So it's, yeah, it's part of that whole retro collection. Like they have some pre-opening stuff and they they have that the most amazing game from when I was a kid, the one that has the monorail that actually you, you have the board game. Is that an old game? I thought it was a new thing. No. So didn't mean to get derailed so quickly uh, before I even introduced Ian. Hi, Ian. Yeah. Uh, no, that game from when I was a kid, um, my my brother and I wanted that so bad. My parents actually got that for us. It has like a a monorail that you kind of fold up. You know, you do like the insert tab A into tab B and do the whole thing. And then the monorail scoots around the t- top of the uh, the game board. It's like, like what, is the, what is the game? Is it like a game of life? Well, is I, it- could, I couldn't even tell you. I have no like, idea at this like point. The little. I just wanted models. the little monorail that went <laughs> on the top of the board. But I, you know, I, I would guess it was, it's something like life, but I don't know. Somebody maybe can tell us what they remember. Yeah, we, we looked at that and I looked at a whole bunch of, I guess they call them like change trays now, but it's like the old ashtrays, but it's like put change your- trays. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> it doesn't have the little cutouts where your cigarette uh, come on. Is, but it's, just like a little plate. I was looking at all those. They're super cute. Change trend. But I ended up with just the sweatshirt. <laughs> I, well, I like the sweatshirt. Anyway, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to derail, but uh, <laughs> I was okay. just noticing that it uh, was very nice. Uh, uh, also from uh, Central Florida, right next to Disney, Mr. Ian. How are you this evening? Good, Mr. John and Miss Carolyn. How are you? Carolyn, I'm also looking radiant this evening, by the way. Radiant. Radiant. 
<laughs> she looks like um, that. I that, should not wash my hair more often. You've got almost this, like, uh, I can't think of the actress's name, but there's like this, you got this, uh, there's a vibe going on. Wow. Ian, I think, you know what? The funny thing is when we connected tonight, I was thinking she looked like the, the headshot that, uh, the black and white headshot that you have that is really, it's an awesome picture. Uh, I don't, I don't oh, from my photographer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the oh, work yeah, headshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was it. Okay, so, we'll just keep this part going on the podcast. Everyone yeah. chime in. Oh, yes, Jimmy, Jimmy says very, 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 very Perfect. So, what else about me do you want to talk about? And now she's <laughs> blushing too. Your shirt, your radiance, oh. your, your <laughs> well, I think you boys are very radiant as um, well. You're radiant. <laughs> boys. As always. Oh, the my radiant. God. Radiant. Oh, it's good to be with you all after, uh, I don't know, it's probably been about a month and a half or so. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's summer. Real life gets in the way. Sure. Uh, unlike some of these websites, this is not our full-time job. So, uh, you know. We kind of have to get everybody together as we can. So, uh, but even that being said, episode 150, that means we are still going strong 12 years later. We started uh, in October of 2010. Just, just the podcasting. The started. podcast. Yeah. And the you website. Hear, you want to hear, you want to hear, here's something that'll tell you how long we've been going. I only had two kids when we started this podcast. <laughs> and now he's got 20. 304. <laughs> 304. <laughs> How many kids do you have now? Four. I actually only have four. I only have two. It's the running joke on the podcast. But yeah, no, it's it's been uh, going on that long. And of course, uh, the website celebrating 25 years of being online uh, this October, which uh, uh, Carolyn was asking uh, earlier, you know, uh, tickets are on sale now for our event, which, yeah, if you don't have them like Ian, um, you might want to get them um, at Planet Hollywood. Uh, so basically, we're going to have a, a get together and plus a few days worth of uh, events on a weekend uh, in October. Somebody give me the date. October 14th to 17th. I knew Carolyn would have it. Oh, I'm all And the Planet Hollywood thing is on the Saturday night, I believe. The 16th, is that? Is that right? Or is it the 15th? Oh, come on. Paul. It is Saturday night. Yeah. Whatever yeah, day that would be that the is. 16th. Okay. Yep. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to bring together uh, all the folks who love Intercot, whether you're a new member, an old member, somebody to follow us, us on social media, on the TikToks, whatever. Come on along. And uh, it's a ticketed event. Um, and it'll include, uh, a couple, a couple drinks and, and some food and, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, um, frivolity. Oh, so and, and tchotchkes. Yeah. You, so you left out the best part. Amazing camaraderie. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I figured that was obvious. You, you, you yada yada over the best part, John. <laughs> right. No, I mentioned the bisque. You get to, you get to hang out with all of us. And uh, it it'll it'll be fun. Um, so it's you know. a whole weekend of little meetups, like, and it's you're not obligated to go to any of them. These ones just are like there'll be things at the parks, like okay, we're all gonna ride this ride together at two o'clock. So meet up there and mm-hmm. pack the ride full of intercotties. 
And then on the Saturday night, this is the Saturday night is just the ticketed event. So that's something that you ha- you got to shell out for. But the rest of the yep. time, if you're going to be at the parks, come and join us. Yeah, and, and that is the point. So um, for the most part, everything is free other than the fact that you need to have your own admission, obviously, to get into the parks. But um, bottom line beyond that is that, uh, you know, you, you can join us without paying anything except for that one special event. Um, so the yeah. um, the whole itinerary, so you know once we're able to make uh, park reservations, the whole itinerary is on intercot.com right on the main page. You can get all the information there. And look at that big group. What year was that one? That was the 10. So that was our 10th anniversary. I think... I mean, I could be wrong. There were there were somewhere in the neighborhood of 125 to 150 people there at that time. And, and I mean, it, you know I mean, what, John? That was like kind of the core crowd. There were some folks that kind of drifted in and out. You know, people that were maybe locals or some people yep. whose whole trip didn't necessarily overlap. I mean, there were a yep. lot of folks there. Um, yeah, and then there's that one as well, and that was that, that was, was the 15th. Oh, no, that's the 15th because I see a Yeti shirt in there. Yeah, yeah the Yeti is down. And that was, <laughs> those, are just, the, those are just the people that went to that morning ticketed event. Yep. Um, but there was more people like we crammed, we crammed up. Uh, it's a small world. We had so many boats just crammed with intercot people. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the bottom line is that, that uh, yeah, these were folks that showed up for a ticketed event but but the point is that you don't have to do that you can definitely just show up for like things like scavenger hunts or group rides or whatever it may be and just hang out with us which is yeah. which would be cool we'd love to meet you uh so that is happening Right now, get your tickets. Um, you can go to the Intercot Facebook page. Uh, it's pinned to the top up there, or you can go uh, to the homepage of the website, and that has the tickets and link to uh, Eventbrite and also the schedule of events that is p- preliminary uh, at this point. But um, um, Jimmy Horn wants to know that uh, to know if I'll be there with all my radiance, Jimmy. <laughs> I will be there. Yes. Actually, I feel like I met Jimmy before you did, John. Really? I know you just met him at that Guardians well, yeah, thing recently, which we're going to talk okay. about. That would be a um, fantastic segue. But I ended up, I was standing next to him at like Star Wars, like the Star Wars fireworks or something. And I was talking to you and it was like, oh, Jimmy, this guy, Jimmy's beside me. And yeah. So I met yeah. him a long time ago. So uh, speaking a long time ago, Juliana posted, uh, just looked at my join date on Intercot, 6-28-2001. Happy 21st anniversary. Your, yes. your Intercot membership is, a lot, is able to drink now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, jelly rolls with us if we manage to <laughs> stay she, she joined uh, the year of the uh, Intercot Odyssey. Yes, she did. <laughs> 2001, 2001 and Intercot Odyssey. Odyssey yeah. That was my first meet, actually. That's awesome. Can you believe that? This site has been around since like the 90s. Like 97. 
That's I joined so in '98. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So crazy. Won, but I joined in '98. Yeah. Hey, the internet was a much different place in 1997. Let me yeah. tell you. But uh, yeah, we were again one of the first people using discussion boards, which were the forerunner to all the social media that you see nowadays. So uh, even though now we're more on probably social media than anywhere else, uh, you know, the site still is there. And there's still a core group of people <laughs> that post on a regular basis. So we um, love them. Yes, we do love them. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that that is coming up. Mark your calendar. Be there or be square. Join us down in Orlando at Walt Disney World for our 25th anniversary. That'll be a lot of fun. So um, I've been to every one of these. And I tell you, I have never had. They're some of the best events I've ever attended. They're just an absolute blast. If you haven't made one, try and, and I know it's hard, but try and make it because we have such a good time. We really do. A hundred percent true. Uh, it, you know, it just, you end up meeting new people and sharing new experiences and you're going to take home things that you'll talk about for years. No doubt. I ended and, up and, on the podcast because I yeah, recognize it. I, I know. Ones, so. How about that? Look, look at me now. Look at me now. Look where I've, look where I've gotten myself. I'm radiant. Juliana <laughs> online says, crazy, isn't it? I know I stocked the boards before joining. Ian, I met you at a meet in KOP at May. King of Prussia. Maggiano's. Maggiano's. Yeah. King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, which is, which we that was the other thing. We used to do meetups yeah, outside of about. like regional meetups in Baltimore. We did one in yeah. New Jersey at a mall. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, we went to the, we went to like the Disney outlet or something. I don't remember yeah, doing We used that. to meet at like the Disney store. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. I know. It was yeah. actually kind of, you know, and, and yeah. I mean, it was great catch, you know, connecting. I mean, what's interesting is that like, um, and I remember that meet. I still have pictures of it. Uh, it was my daughter was like a little my, my daughter, who is now 20, was like a, you know, like a little baby. Um, actually, uh, you know who else was there? Redheaded Mel was there. And I, I believe she actually had Sam with it. Yep. Um, wow. That's how long ago that was. So, I, I, yeah. will, I will say, you know, back then it was uh, a, little, a little creepy. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I, mean, I like, remember the first time people, I decided you weren't to go. really sure, right? I was you know? sort of like, huh, like this could go badly. You know, I'm going to meet a bunch of people that I've never, never met in person before. Um, but you know, John, I like kind of knew that I wasn't going to have any problem getting along with you because we're from the same place, and you know, literally the same, the same school, high school. We were, uh, mm-hmm. Figured we had enough in common that worst case scenario, you and I would be able to <laughs> to hang out and without issue so and who knew here we are 20 25 years later and you know you're one of my best friends on earth so uh, well never thank know you right back at you buddy <laughs> so did you see heather has a disney outlet in rehoboth also was at maggiano's what's, what's maggiano's a restaurant it's an italian restaurant yeah, oh, it's like okay. a chain oh nice yep yeah it's it, food right italian yeah, yeah, mm, yeah yes it, all over Sweet. anyway yeah, so moving on, um, indeed, we since we last spoke, um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, basically opened. I was like, look, listening to trying to figure out what all the noise was in the background here. It's just my dog and cat fighting. <laughs> that's, that's all. It's just you know, it stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. Like all this banging going on. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, yeah, so we, we got invited to the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, press event, um, and it was a multi-day thing. Um, there's a lot of uh, footage up online and things like that. Definitely, there's a lot on the TikTok, on, uh, on Facebook, certainly. Uh, and then probably a smattering on Twitter and uh, Instagram has some good stuff. So oh, wow. if you're, yeah, if you're looking to um, kind of get a flavor for the weekend, it was a lot of fun. I did meet Jimmy Horn for the first time ever. So uh, that was the highlight, really, of the whole weekend. Pretty much, we we kind of joked that the space time continuum broke at the point where we met because there there is a multiverse where jimmy and i now have still never met but when we started a whole new timeline <laughs> where where we actually have met you've made a branch <laughs> yeah we branched space time uh so we have met now Hey, I know, nerds. Had a, had a really good time uh, hanging out and uh, exploring and trying to figure out everything that was going on. It's all, you know, quite frankly, these press events are always better when you're with somebody to hang out with and uh, stuff like that. And Jimmy was an epic cameraman. Um, and there was, I had a iPhone fail where I decided it was a good idea to, um, download all my programs back to my phone that had been stored in the cloud the day before this went on, uh, which meant as I was filming the first day, my phone kept stopping. Oh, <laughs> like it ran out thinking, of space. Thinking too much. Literally ran out of space because all the apps came down and everything that was out up in the cloud started downloading to my phone. So I was like, okay, that was really bad move uh, to be doing that. Then. But um, yeah, so lesson learned. Don't do that kids when you're uh, going on an important vacation and you want to document your trip. Don't, don't mess with your settings. Um, but uh, Disney put us up at uh, grand destino where I had never stayed before, which was very cool. Um, I've got a room walkthrough, I think, on the socials, uh, in case you're curious what that looks like. Very nice, very elegant. You know, you could argue maybe not enough Disney if that's what you want. But you know what? I kind of like the very subtle sort of Disney flair to things. Um, so that was nice. The, the resort is is very nice if you're thinking about staying there. Um, it was a typical press event in that we were moving for two days straight just it just stuff did not stop from the time i landed by the way i took mirrors uh shuttle from the oh, airport because of magical express being done right and basically years ago i swore off doing buses uh, from the airport and so i figured you know what i'll because disney was paying for it and by the way this was a hosted event um, and they did pay for my stuff um i tried that from the airport and i will never do it again <laughs> i'm just telling you right now really if you don't want to waste time don't do that how just, long of a wait were you standing at the airport we didn't wait too long at the airport. The thing that, that bugged me the most was, of course, I was the last of three resorts being oh. 
dropped off. So, I mean, it's just, it, it, it takes a long time. And I get, you know, certain people, like if you're staying for maybe a longer period of time or whatever, maybe you just don't care and it's fine and you're not in a hurry. But like, I was only going to be there two and a half, three days, whatever total. Um, and I was getting in and I hoped to get in in order to do stuff in the afternoon. And it was just like, it was agony for me. Plus, I just don't like buses. I'm not a huge fan of buses yeah. in general. Well, I, I know, what's that? In a nice tie-in with some news that came out today, the next time you visit the Walt Disney World Resort, you could avail yourself of the minivan service, which is returning June 29th. Right. <laughs> Sweet, delicate flow, Ian. I, I know. Wow. That was like slipstreamed. Just right in yeah. under the. Yeah, I know. There's <laughs> Our hair was blowing in the breeze just because that was so well. Wow. I thought that was a pretty delicate. Uh, that, that was. That nice. was. Um, yes, so minivans are back if you want to take that route, which is more or less a fancy Uber. Yeah, but you, you I mean, for me, a lift app, but yeah, yeah. The, I mean, normally I would rent a car, so and, and you know, I've heard there have been some problems with that too, with uh, you know, people waiting for cars and inventory and things like so. Who knows? I mean, maybe I don't know what your best bet is right now. Roll the dice, people, and uh, <laughs> figure it out because I'm not really sure. I mean, um, the minivans are actually really great, we used them a bunch of times before, and uh. Mm -hmm. It's a really smooth service. It's a little bit more expensive than like an Uber or a, um, a Lyft, but it's kind of worth it. Like they, they, they tend to staff the, the service with drivers who are pretty knowledgeable about the resorts. So they'll give you like some, you know, some commentary. They Most of them, at least the ones I had, really love talking about Disney and the resort. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially if you're on your way in and you're kind of anxious to get your vacation started. It's kind of a cool way to like, you know, mm -hmm. get that, get, get in the mode, if you will. So right, you know, right out of how the do you, how do you book that through the lift app? Yeah, but like, is it like a choice of car? Like because of geography, a, they, like it's geofence. Yeah. Oh. So it's geofence. So if you're in the area where they service, you'll get uh, minivans as an option. So you, know, you can like Uber, Lyft or whatever. That it'll you be. can take that from the airport though. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. They'll, okay. do, they'll do something from the airport. I don't know what it costs now. They used to do it was it used to be a flat like twenty five bucks, and they would just sort of take you wherever you wanted to go, which yeah, was a little silly because like, if you wanted to go around the corner, it wasn't very cost effective. Right. Um, but uh, now I know they charge differently. It's more like an actual true Uber or Lyft style pricing. So anyway, we're kind of excited they're coming back. They're just fun to see around, and they've been sitting in the parking lot, kind of morosely collecting dust for the last uh on all their couple, polka dots years, so. um so, oh jimmy also says it's good if you need a car seat or have an ecv because yeah it, it's hard to find a lift or an uber that has car seats for kids so it's true yeah they're all they're all uh you know ready to handle those kinds of things so coming back into the story, we we get to the resort, and I'm late already. Um, and uh, you know, basically, we've got an evening event coming up, um, and we've got to also get to uh, the contemporary to do content gathering. I mean, literally, pretty much dropped my bags, grabbed my gear, and 
headed out to the bus, another bus, uh, to the Contemporary, where we did uh, some interviews some pictures and things like that. Uh, we got to learn about, uh, what the heck, uh, Magic Band Plus, uh, which is coming and kind of the uses for that, uh, which which are interesting. They're going to be tying some of that into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and doing some interactive adventures with your But again, Magic they're Band not Plus. giving out Magic Bands when you check in at your hotel anymore right so magic no, bands now are just, no. just extra bring them, bring them with you or buy them okay. right but the magic band pluses are going to be interactive again there's there's some video on the socials but they you know they light up they buzz kind of think pal mickey on your wrist you know and or the uh or those little you know, hundred years of magic pins. If you guys remember those that used to light up and stuff when you'd go under a archway or something magical was happening. So, I mean, essentially this is kind of the evolution of that. Um, and then the other thing we also learned about uh, was uh, Hey Disney, which is the Amazon echo thing that's come into all the resort rooms that that looks like a little Mickey Mouse and has little ears on it. But essentially, it's like, hey, it's, hey Siri or hey Google, I want to know right. what time the fireworks are tonight. It, it's more like, yeah, exactly. Thanks for checking in. Jeez, she's, Whose yeah. house was that? Was that Ian's? Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah, that was yeah, my. For, I the difference is it's tied into the uh, A word. The yeah, that wasn't even my A word. Mexa. A word. <laughs> oh, oh, she even recognized what I was saying. Cancel. Oh, and now jumping. Now she's gonna go. You know they're just trying to get in. We're that. just. We only got two people. That's it. You can't get in. So oh, you're gonna say "Hey Disney" as the keyword, and then that'll activate your personal assistant in the room and things like that. The nice thing though, too, is you can bring the experience home, but I have a feeling it's going to be like a subscription service, like a, a buck or two a month or something like that. And, and Jimmy's saying the magic band plus will also interact with the Hey Disney once is that, enabled. Is that really what it's called? Hey Disney, or is that yeah. what you say, but it's called the no, it's magic called, Mickey hey, or something. Called hey Disney. Oh. That's it. You know, yeah, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> name it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, so they taught you all about that. They taught us all about that. And uh, then we, we had a, kind of a, a, a get-together, an event, and got ready for the next day, essentially, where we were told we needed to get up super early to because they were going to be making some announcements, which essentially related to some new artwork um, for Epcot and th that showed a little more of what was going on in the park, the things being added, some more detail uh, in the front of the park where they're essentially going to have some staging areas to be able to do things like concerts or uh, other kinds of things. So, um, yeah, that kind of stuff. And and again, that's all in the the socials. You can check those out from that day. And then uh, moved on to uh, Guardians, where then we had uh, interview opportunities set up, um, both inside and out. And we got to start exploring 
the ride and the queue and the whole nine yards. And, uh, and just so that everybody's clear, it's called guardians of the galaxy. Cosmic, Cosmic rewind. And it used to, it's in the building that used to be universe of energy at Epcot. Correct. Only now it's that building. And then a huge show building behind that building. I mean, it's, it's the, the coaster that is in there is a Omni coaster which essentially, so if you if you all are familiar with an Omni Mover, like at the Haunted Mansion, which rides on a track and essentially turns your, your, your vehicle. Your chair, like, oh, we want you to look this way, so the whole yep. thing turns this way. Yeah, so an Omni Coaster. Jimmy's complaining that I skipped the party of Indiana's Jones stunt show. Okay. I mean, I mean that's kind of inside baseball stuff. But there's nothing, nothing really interesting there. But but yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, Omni Coaster. Omni Coaster essentially is a roller coaster that, like an Omni Mover, can face you in the direction that they want to show you. Um, let me tell you. First of all, okay, you know, if you don't want spoilers, then whatever, tune out. Or, yes. you, you, you know, to buy for the next couple of minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to describe it. No matter how well I describe it, it will not actually do justice to the ride. Uh, Ian's been on it too, right? Okay. Yeah, I wrote it on an AP preview. Okay, so bottom line, I, I've never experienced anything quite like what I felt on that ride. Um, and, and I don't think it was extremely turbulent, um, there weren't any huge hills on the ride. It's incredibly smooth. And because of the fact that they're turning you and making you face things and moving you in certain directions, I didn't get nauseated like the way you might get on a bigger roller coaster or a spinny ride or something like that. In fact, throughout the day, I rode that ride six times so and is before i was like you know what i better fast? take a break is it what is it particularly fast or is it just because you're going along and then like oh look over here and look that it moves at a good clip okay. I, I don't know what the official mph or kph in your in your in your <laughs> land is. thanks you <laughs> but, per hour but um yeah, the the bottom line is that uh, it, it moves. It really does move. I, I mean, it's it, it's not quite the the launch the launch of uh, rock and roller coaster where, but the, the the beginning of the ride's pretty good. But it is backwards. It it is backwards. So that that kind of and when we say backwards, you know, it's like again the vehicles can turn backwards or forwards. So at some point, you kind of lose the, the idea yeah, of there is really it's like being in outer space there is no backwards or forwards or up you just sort of like going with the flow yeah very yeah we, and so, i mean uh, road from the last row and the front row and the middle and i didn't really have any preferences um there are those that are saying that like the middle offers you the best view of the show there's some that say the, the back's the best some that say the front's the we, best we were pretty much smack in the middle. Mm -hmm. I mean, I honestly was wondering, like looking around, trying to figure out, you know, if I wanted to be somewhere else, because that's just what I do. Um, yep. I didn't 
I mean, I don't know. Perspective is hard, but you move through the scenes. You know, everybody goes through the scenes sort of in the same way. I suppose you might be in a slightly different rotational spot at some point. But, I mean, I I think, you know. Your axis of rotation. (laughs) Is there a height requirement? Like how tall the kids have to be to get on this? I think it's 48 inches, I think. 48. 48. I'm pretty sure. 42, 48. It's bigger than. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I bet you that's something we can Google. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that somebody can do that while we keep talking. Uh, inches. So what's that? Uh, 42 inches, right? Is that it? Yeah. It's oh my god, inches. my phone is set to metric. 1.07 meters. Even <laughs> I don't know how big that is. Inches. Um, also, for the speed question. They don't the, – the actual speed is not published, but the estimates are that it probably tops out around 30 miles an hour. Which um, is – Space Mountain's like 23, 27, 26. It slots, it slots pretty neatly in between Space Mountain and Slinky Dog Dash, so it's probably so – kids would like this. 35. So 42 inches, that's not – that's not – like, that's short. That's little kids. They can go on it. Yeah, yeah, so it, 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 the nail on the head. The song is the, is a much bigger difference maker than the location in the car. I think. Yeah. So, all right, six songs uh, are on there. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fires, September, mm-hmm. The That's Tramps, Disco Inferno. Oh, I would my, like that one. That yeah, was yeah. It's <laughs> not much bigger. Um, uh, the Miami Sound Machines, Conga. Least favorite. Oh, no uh, way. Come on, Gloria Stefan. <laughs> uh, Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Um, Iran uh, from yes. Flock of Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls. Yep. And Blondie's One Way or Another. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so now, beyond the song being different on each ride, does anything else change? Like, you know, I know the. Um, ride in California that the Guardians do that used to be the Tower of Terror. Every time you like when you get a different song, like maybe the story is a little bit different, like what they no, say. The experience stuff. is the same. It's just the sound. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Nicole, I just real quick, Nicole, I see your question. We'll 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 answer that for you in just a second. Yes, we'll we'll come back to that. That's uh, Nicole. And- I work with her. Okay. Yeah, and so we'll we'll come back to that. Uh, definitely. Think you think of your Disney advice. Um, so I think, I think what Ian, here's the thing I said this too before, uh, I think when I did my little review is that I don't know what the dialogue was on the ride. I was so busy jamming to the songs, like literally when I got, uh, you know, September and everybody wants to rule the world. And I ran, I got everyone except for Conga, by the way. Um, which I was perfectly fine with, but uh, you know, we we came down to the last ride, and it was like, oh, I don't want to do another one. I want Disco Inferno. I want Disco Inferno. I want Disco Inferno. Got on it, burn, baby, burn, and I yeah, was I so that. excited. Um, but but bottom line is, there's dialogue going on while those songs are happening, and you know, yeah. all the characters from the movie are talking about what's going on. I have zero idea of any <laughs> I, of the dialogue. I have to be yeah. honest. I don't. I don't. I'm not like I've never seen any of the, the MCU movies, and I've never watched Guardians. So which I, the, is just 
the sort of plot thing. I didn't. Yeah, I know. Play. He he has, ladies and gentlemen, he has well, not seen "It's a Wonderful Life" either. Okay, neither have I. I, I will die. Oh my God, both of you. to you, Both, both. Yeah, on his gravestone, it's going to be. I, yeah, I never watched. It's wonderful I never life. watched. It's wonderful. Suck it, John Yuglinski. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what the. Um, uh, yes. Well, that's fine oh, though. Like you still enjoyed it, and you that that means that you don't have to know anything about Marvel movies to enjoy the ride. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that look. Let's be real. The story is just sort of a wrapper around a super fun, um, you know, a super fun uh, coaster. I mean, and it's unique. You know, it's it's a very unique ride. It's fun. It. it uh, absolutely fantastic problem it it has to be my favorite roller coaster at this point um and you know it, it just because of the way it combines the coaster elements with the the omni mover stuff and it's in the dark and it's long and just the movements as you're and going like through and the track and things the, flying past yeah and, and and the the sound is just enveloping. It's like those songs are inside your head when you're on there, and you'll see it's when you're like really like yeah. It's very much. Uh, it's like it, it, it's it's like almost like penetrates you when you go. It's just a very sort of okay. Keep uh, it clean there. You, <laughs> you know, leave it clean. Uh, Ian, we don't we don't work blue, son. It's not that kind of podcast. It's not that kind of podcast. Blue, but the podcast isn't. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, it's it is. It's like really like just pounding. It's very cool. As a guy who loves music loud, like (laughs) we really we continuing with that. Heather Heather says it's her favorite ride for sure. Jimmy says best. I don't know about all that, but it's a good ride for sure. It's uh, a very good ride. Yeah. yeah so I, 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 annual pass holder previews is how you got in Ian to see it. I yeah. was there a week, like during annual pass holder previews, but I couldn't go because I didn't know I was going to be on the trip, so I didn't book a spot for myself. Oh. John, you got to see it because of the media thing, um, but now it's free and clear, oh. open to anybody to ride, and it's using the virtual virtual queue. Virtual queue. So that means first thing in the morning, 7 a.m., get on your phone and hit the button until you get locked in. And they give you, what, like an hour to two hours, like how they were doing with the Star Wars ride. It's like come back between one and three, and that's your ride time today. Yep. And that's not part of – that's not like you got to pay for the individual lightning lane or anything like that. It's just – It's just a cue. Well, you can do that too. I mean, there is a paid lightning lane option for sure. Is it open, the paid part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather says that uh, the virtual queue is not as hard to get as Rise yeah. of the Resistance Actually, was. news like this week has been, it's actually been, I wouldn't say easy to get, but like attainable to get a queue spot. Um, they were, I think they were doing a thing where like you can try at seven in the morning if you don't get a spot then, yeah. then they open up more spots at like one o'clock. You can try again. And yeah. yeah, lightning lane is available if you can't get virtual queue. So if you are desperate to get on the ride, you can just purchase a spot that day. So um, you can find the reaction videos um, right after I wrote it. So you get a pretty honest 
review, which was my first take, just coming off of it and saying what I thought about it. Uh, and then to uh, Jimmy's point, uh, I did ride the ride six times and before I decided I needed a break. And then we did a John Try segment on a Fruit Loops shake, uh, which was right near Test Track. Uh, I don't that you think I would that. care for it. Okay. Do you know how Fruit Loops is spelled? Yes. F R O O T. You should know, know that. About this the other day. Actually. Yeah. Because it's really? got a rhyme with loops. Yeah. Okay. Loop, I, I loop. honest to God, did not know that. Oh. I was that many years old that day. <laughs> when, you know. Eight years old when I found out. When I, I thought it was fruit, like F-R-U-I-T. I don't, no, I mean, follow your nose. It always knows. I, I'm aware of Toucan Sam and the, the whole marketing of it. Apparently, I just never read the box. Uh, oh. Like I thought. It, anyway, uh, very good uh, was the thing. But, really? Uh, I feel check like out. that would be gross. Yeah, was you know. chunks of Fruit Loops in it? You're going to have to watch the review. Okay. So I will say John's review was a little more lukewarm than he's sort of letting on. It was good, though. Yeah, no, no. I I was somewhere in the, what, uh, high sixes to seven range out of ten. Yeah, Yeah, six points something. Yeah. I'll let my kids try it and I'll have a sip. Look, I I mean, I think the in the end I said it's a milkshake. How bad can it be? I mean, it's a milkshake, so it was was pretty good. So, uh, you know, but it wasn't mind-blowing or anything, but uh, reasonably priced, though, I thought, which was another thing. So, yeah, uh, rumbling on to the the reasonably priced thing, and I think I said this to Ian recently, that is it me or is just everything else getting so expensive that some things in Disney seem reasonably priced right now? Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure this out. Like there were a couple things I came across recently, you know, from my Epcot jacket that I bought, which I was like, oh, well, I can't believe it. That's that price for that. That's pretty good. I'm going to buy that, especially with my, uh, my discount. And then I would have bought the Star Lord jacket that I have as my profile picture on Facebook because it looked fantastic and it was like, I don't know, 90 some odd dollars. And I thought, hmm, well, that's actually not a bad price for that. And then, you know, the Fruit Loop shake, I was, it was like three something. And I was like, eh, it's not that bad for a milkshake. And yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm like, what's happening to me? <laughs> Like we went to Blizzard Beach, or I'm sorry, we went to Typhoon Lagoon. I don't remember when it was like a week ago or something, maybe a little yeah. bit longer. And there were six of us, and we went and got lunch. And mm-hmm. and like you know, the, the food. I don't know if anybody's been to Typhoon Lagoon there, but the food's actually good, like shockingly good, as a matter of fact. Especially considering some of the other quick serve mm-hmm. options on property. Typhoon Lagoon's food isn't bad. They have like a really tasty like rice bowl that my daughter got and like I, the burgers are good like so their food's pretty solid and, okay. and like for six of us all to eat and i mean you know it was all everybody got an entree and drink yep it was yep. like 68 dollars, and i was like wow that, I'm like, that doesn't seem bad for like, six people, I mean, we, spent people. Like, we spent like 52 dollars at chick-fil-a today so you know it, yeah it, it's i think you're right john i think everything else is getting <laughs> well so, actually yeah. speaking of my friend nicole that was messaging on this 
podcast. Um, She she was asking about, because they're not, she's using magical journeys as per my recommendation. Um, But they're, they're not doing like the dining plan anymore. And I said to her, I'm like, we never use the dining plan because they give you, you're forced to have like the, the most common plan is you're forced to have a snack a quick service and a table service every day. But some days it's just like, Oh, I don't want all this food. Like I, I don't want a whole table service steak dinner. I'm not that hungry, but if I don't use it, then I lose it, you know? So you have have to use it every day though. You could have two table service meals and one. Yeah. But like the table service even has dessert. Like, so we're talking big meals. I don't think it does it. Yeah, I think they did away with that a while ago. Anyway, yeah, I was just telling her that I'm like, you're better and it's more cost effective to just pay out of pocket for your food, especially when you have little kids that aren't, they don't care I, if they have a I, giant I, table service meal. They're, yeah, personally, if I just want like a peanut yeah. butter sandwich, then you could have saved a bunch of money. Yeah, I think it depends on your general eating style. Like when we vacationed in Disney, the dining was always part of like, what we wanted to do. You know, we had our favorite restaurants and we always knew we were going to have probably at least one table service every day anyway. So I would say if you know you're going to eat it, you know, if you're there seven days and you know you're going to eat seven table service meals, it might be, I mean, they don't have it anymore anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But it, but if they bring it back, it might be worth looking at. But if you're not, if your family's not big eaters, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely. No, way and in my family, Probably Mike is the only one that would want a table service every day. The rest of us are quite fine with chicken nuggies and grab and go kind of uncrustables, peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, for us, the dining has always been part of it. Like, you know, we like my kids love eating at Tepanito and we like going to beaches and cream. And, you know, we have like our own little spots. So that's always been part of like our trips. Hmm. So when we used to go a lot, we always used to get it. and I think it worked uh, for us. But, you know, it got, as with everything, it got less and less. You know, when it first started, it was like super cheap. I think it was like 25 bucks a day for an adult. And you got all that, plus your your tip was included and it included an appetizer and a dessert. And I I don't remember if, I don't think alcoholic drinks were ever included on the on the main one. Uh, but there was like an option to add them. But by, yeah. but by the end, yeah, Jimmy just said it. Like by the end, the appetizers were no longer included. It no longer included the tip. And it was like 65 bucks a day. And, you know, you didn't get like you only got dessert or a drink or something. It was definitely. Yeah. And well, speaking of things being seemingly reasonably priced, I mean, even <laughs> a kid's meal. I just get the kids' meal. I know you're supposed yeah, to be like 12 and under, food. but like you can get like a whole entree plus like a little thing of grapes and a cookie or fries and carrots or whatever, plus a drink. And it's like $9. Yeah. Which, I like, mean, that... when you buy like the adult size entree, there's no drink included in that combo. You got to buy that separate. So I yeah, always just yeah, get the kids' meal. Yeah, Trish does that a lot. Trish will buy. Um kids meals you know because they're just they just suit her appetite yeah more. i don't know yeah, uh, and then, if for me brings up, a, brings up a good point though about that? Dining because you know yeah. that it's back now right and that is a like probably not for your family carolyn because your kids are older but for families with young kids character dining is definitely part of the deal so that's another thing that the character meals tend to be very expensive yeah 
in fact, a lot of them now are two credits as opposed to just one. So oh, on the dining plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, we still do character dining. I mean, Mike and Owen probably couldn't care less, but Julie and I like to go and have character dining. We like, um, Oh, like the, what's the circle turning one? Garden grill. Garden Garden grill. grill, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like, we like to do that. And yeah, it's like a big expense, but whatever. It is like, it is, see, that's why, like, unless you really want to be with the characters, the markup on the food is, is significant for the experience of being. Yeah. But when you have kids, we did garden grill. though. Sorry, John. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say, when you have kids, when you, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, no, you, uh, no, when you've got young enough kids and when you have the character experiences, unlike when they were oh, yes. in COVID, when they would actually come up and, the, you know, the hugging and the, when Pooh would sit at your table at the garden grill or whatever yeah. and start drawing, you know, yeah. <laughs> pictures. I know. And, and when your kids are that age and they're and, like, Oh it, my god. I mean god. it's, it's like worth it. it's like worth Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise coming to yep. the table like, "Oh my yes. god, I'm starstruck." Yep. There it, it, there's nothing like it. No. So yes, you that's great. For us or we just maybe do like, you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah, or like, ah! yeah, well that that's <laughs> the other way that can go. <laughs> <laughs> and it does sometimes too, unfortunately. But uh yeah, I mean I wouldn't think twice about doing it at least once and spending the money um by the way you were talking about typhoon lagoon and i was trying to make a a excellent segue in there and you know keeping with the delicate flow but um mentioning typhoon lagoon just wanted to let you know that the h2o glow after hours events are coming back and they're going to be running every saturday through august 27th at Typhoon. yeah i think we're going to try and do one of those at some point i would love to do that i think that same year nighttime at typhoon lagoon right yeah like i bet it's all lit up and it's people and yeah i think that would be really fun so real quickly let me circle back to the uh the guardians uh uh Cosmic Rewind. Uh, Treasures of Xandar Store has some really good uh, retro 80s merchandise that is specific to that store. Not going to find it anywhere else. Was designed to go with uh, a lot of things, uh, either in the ride or with the park. And apparently Star-Lord was, if you get into the storyline, was a big fan of Epcot. He visited it when he was little and in the the queue you'll hear him talking about how he's excited to come back and see horizons and world of motion and does anybody and, i've seen that but does anybody yeah. tell him like oh those rides don't exist anymore and then he gets all no i think it's like no. one of those things where there's like somebody in the background like uh, but, uh, and he just keeps droning on and on yeah. oh, okay <laughs> so a lot of the merch i i will say you know very nice Really good stuff. Um, and and there are designs that you'll recognize, Retro Epcot and the iconography that goes on. There's an interview with, uh, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, on there. Exactly. Carolyn, showing your tattoo for those of you listening. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, I, we, I do a interview with uh, some of the merchandise folks there and we walk through a lot of it, but there's a lot of exclusive stuff that is coming and more that was coming after 
the grand opening, which would be available now. Um, one other thing that was really cool about it, and I won't ruin the surprise, but um, where you get actually teleported from Earth up to the stratosphere. Okay. Atmosphere, wherever. Space. Um, very cool effect. Um, and uh, if you have ever been in Vegas about 15 years ago and did the Star Trek experience, it will seem very familiar to you how you ended up being beamed up on board to the um, the ship itself. On the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the Epcotans or Epcotters or Epcotterans, and so we were we're apparently the Terrans. Is yes, because in okay, what they call us in the cinematic universe, everybody has a different name for Earth because of where they Mm -hmm. come from. Like only we call it Earth because that's what that's what we think it's called. But if you're from Outer well, space, you might not know the name. They though. wouldn't know that this is called right. Earth. They call it Terra, not Terra like a T A R A, like a girl's name. Terra, as in Earth, T E R R A. So we are Terra to them. Got but it. then, if you ask Thor, we're like one of the, I forget what realm we are. Anyways, they have a different wow. name for Earth, for Thor people. So yeah, we have different names as human beings. Okay, don't snore. I'm being cool. And the <laughs> no, I'm, me. I'm amazed you actually know all that. Uh, yes. I, I just, yeah, the whole <coughs> backstory and. Anyway, cinematic, it's a really good ride. Cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, don't miss out on it. Uh, definitely don't snooze on it. Go. If you're a little bit worried, take some Dramamine, then go on the ride. And I like, am fairly prone to motion sickness, especially on like video screen slash sim kind of rides. I actually mm-hmm. more okay on, like I can ride the teacups pretty much without issue, but some of them like body wars, if anybody remembers that, used to yeah. send me to the oh, shower. Elizabeth Shue. Uh, <laughs> send me to the showers? Yeah. Like I was Dang like, it, Ian. <laughs> wow. Like, and even the, even the old Star Wars before they redid it, like I would get out and just be like, this oh, one yes. Uh, nerd Jimmy because he's a Disney nerd. See what I did there? Wow. Uh, tr- uh, Thor in Thor's world, Earth is called Midgard. Thank you. Okay. Because do you think Thor's Jimmy, from Asgard, you think, we're from Midgard. Do you think Midgard, we get as many mentions on Jimmy's podcast Midgard? as he gets on ours? Sounds like some kind of... Wow. <laughs> anyway. Hey. Uh, nerds got to stick together, yo. It's true, yo. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out. Good stuff. Lots of videos online. Uh, and actually, I still have some stuff I have not put up yet. So um, we'll, so we'll keep Tron the content opening? flowing. When is what? When's Tron opening? Like next year sometime. But they actually were running um, full runs of it from what I was seeing. So uh, at full speed and, and things like that. Yeah, I so, drove by there uh, the other day and I could actually hear there was a train running somewhere. I could hear it moving around. So they yeah. were, uh, they must be doing some, some fairly good testing. It's funny. I follow, like, I don't even remember which page it is, but there's a, there's a, uh, there's a Disney fan page. I swear to God, every day they post like some minutia update. About a new, 
construction updates installed, and I'm like, thank you for today's daily canopy update. Like, you know, it's <laughs> it's just so slow. It's impossible. No. Let me see. Breaking, so breaking slow. new canopy piece installed at yeah. Tron. Additional brick added to triangle. Yeah. Oh, did you see this? This is new. New trash can put out in front of space. <laughs> oh mountain. my god. Breaking. <laughs> you know how I like my trash cans. I know. I know you do. Uh so he's my favorite. I miss that guy. I, I don't know when when that's gonna open. Sometime next year, I'll bet you. I don't, I don't see that coming. I don't see that coming this year. They're they're gonna space it out so that uh um you know that that they have something to extend yeah, the fiftieth. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, do you guys mind if we chat about Genie Plus for a minute? We can. Okay. I would enjoy that because there's a bit of news there too. So is, is there really? Hey, really? I'm your okay. hard hitting hold reporter. On. Hold on. Hold oh on. wait, make the sound. <laughs> Thank you. This, this just in. Okay. Yeah, breaking. All right. So we're going to do a little primer on Genie Plus, and then I'm going to tell you about the new thing. So okay. Genie Plus, right. um, for any newbies like Nicole or anyone else listening, is if you, okay, in the, in the, in the before times, you could stand in a standby line, or if you wanted to, you could book a fast pass and get to use a faster lineup to get on the ride. Then COVID happened. Then they decided to change the whole world. And now it's a thing called Genie Plus, and it's not called Fast Pass anymore. It, that's a lightning lane. Why did they change the name? It doesn't mean anything different, but that's what they call it now. So if you decide not to do any lightning lanes, you can just all day stand in your standby lines, and the Genie Plus section of the app is just going to give you silly little tips like, hey, why don't you go get an ice cream? Like useless tips right but if you want to pay 15 dollars per person per day so think of ian's family with six kids 15 dollars per person how much is that that's a lot of money um it's like a billion dollars like ten thousand dollars probably <laughs> um, you can between that or a bottle of water it's like yeah so you can pay 15 dollars, and that just gets you into have access to booking lightning lane so that morning you pay your 15 dollars and you wake up and you're like okay what's my first lightning lane pick of the day gonna be oh space mountain okay boom book that now you they have made it official this is the news is that it has to be your next fast pass or sorry genie plus lightning lane whatever the heck you want to <laughs> call it oh my god you have to wait 120 minutes before you can book your next one. So that that is that's big a big deal, right? Honestly. So in the, and that honestly is going back to the way that things used to be with the paper fast passes, where you once you got your paper fast pass, you were like essentially locked out of the system. You would you'd put in your card and it goes, yeah, it's not your time yet and you'd get right. like a reject so notice. just yeah. as an example let's say first thing in the morning you're like okay i'm gonna pay my 15 dollars for everybody in my family cool now i have access to book these things okay so at say at eight in the morning 
you book a lightning lane for the haunted mansion but your return time it says okay cool you got it you can use that but you can't go to the haunted mansion until one o'clock today so that's your return time that you get to go in that faster lightning lane lineup to go on haunted mansion you have to either wait whichever comes first 120 minutes so two hours or you ride the ride so whichever right. comes first then you can book your next lightning lane for the day but what stinks about this is you've paid 15 dollars, right and then you get a say you get a good time for your first ride and then you wait two hours cool i'm ready to book my next one and all the good, and stuff's, all gone. The good stuff's gone yep yeah that's like it's yeah. just like oh good we can ride on a little thing that well, around in a circle and you, you know, spent this 15 dollars. so that kind of stinks see where before you weren't paying the 15 bucks so it was just kind of like it was okay, like well, oh well what it is what we could it was free that's what it is let's go but watch now that, you're, now that you're paying <laughs> 15 bucks that kind of stinks Sunny then there's yeah. like <laughs> the level now i'm sure you guys saw this disney came out and said like expect to get only two to three two to three rides out of your 15 bucks that's what they said yeah so I don't know if it was just sort of poor press out of the gate in what to expect or if they, once it was in practice, it didn't perform the way they thought it was. I don't really know, but. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, $15 for one ride, like for a premium lightning lane. 15 yeah, bucks so, that, there's a, so that's $15 per person per day and good luck to you. Book as many as you can. They might, some of them might be crappy rides that you didn't even need one. I mean, for, I was just about to say that. The big problem is you're only going to get one like real top tier ride. One top tier ride. So you, right. be, you better pick the one you want to go on. Yeah. First not, in the I mean, we did, so we only tried it once. I mean, like we don't, we don't go like whatever we go, we get on what rides we can. We leave. It doesn't really matter, but like we tried it once just because I wanted to be able to speak so, to it. And we booked, we booked um, Haunted Mansion. I think was what we got first, and like then, and that was at nine fifteen or something. Let's just say, and then like our next fast pass that we could get was three p.m. and it was like Carousel of Progress or so. You know what I mean? Like, like and that was it. Like, you didn't need it. That was the best option left. Dumbo. <laughs> um, and then there's another level above that. That's typically like newer, like good rides, like the Flights of Passage or Rise of the Resistance or all yeah. these like really fancy, fancy rides. They have, uh, we just in my family call them the fancy rides, but it's like the, the individual lightning lanes. And those are, give us another $15 for just right. this ride. Just this ride, if you want to go on it. Right, and but we'll, but we'll how does that? How do, I don't know how that works. That doesn't mess with your other regular lightning lane. So if no. you if you purchase them, you can purchase them. By the way, just a strategy for you folks. Okay, book your first ride or whatever, and then go on your second favorite ride and go wait standby to start your day, and then go do your lightning lane as your second ride of the day within your window um it usually works out pretty well especially if you get there at park opening yeah yeah so i mean especially you gotta if, if you're if, going at a busy time of year 
little, little gotta yeah, be a little right park commando. Drop in the morning. Yeah. You gotta be there. But you gotta do that. You know, I think though the one thing that I really, I don't think I've ever hidden the fact that I don't like this system. And so the one thing that I really, really dislike yeah. about it is, well, I, I don't. To be candid, I never even really liked FastPass that much. Like it was okay, but I don't know why can't people just freaking wait in line? Like it just. It just irks me. Just to wait. be That's quite honest, when we were there in the years. summer and there was no lightning lanes because it was like all COVID yeah. messed up it and everything, it was short. back to just being standby the way it was in the olden days. And Space days. Mountain had like a 10-minute wait. Yeah. Because when so you that's have one view. line oh. of standby and you're just standing and they're letting all these other people go, then this standby line becomes seven yeah. hours right. long because right. they that's, let all these that's other my people. issue because see with fast pass it was billed as like you get a return window and then you come and you'll have like a brief wait and like but it's more like priority boarding like lightning lane people they paid so they were originally kind of waiting in long lines in fact if you probably remember there were a lot of stories about like the lightning lane lines being longer than the standby lines sometimes well they changed that and they changed it by just sending all the lightning lane people in so like trish and i got in line for buzz lightyear we were at magic kingdom for the day just the two of us a couple weeks ago and like the buzz lightyear line was you guys will know what i mean like you know when it queues out the door right and it goes mm -hmm. down kind of in front of the, the line and then it goes back and then you know it can have a couple switchbacks well it was really just back to kind of the first corner which is typically like a 10 minute wait tops yeah so we got in line and we waited like 12 minutes and we hadn't moved like at all because they're letting so, all the lightning lane people they're letting all the lightning lane people yeah yep. they um they left so uh we left i mean it just what you know it wasn't going anywhere like it just see before they used to go through a they would board you know i don't know what the magic number was probably depending on how busy it was you know 15 fast pass people then 15 standby people yeah now they might board 70 lightning lane people before they let anybody in from the no, because people have paid now. Because they yeah. paid, exactly. And the expectations are different. Whole different yeah, exactly. It, just, it was, I mean, again, I've been very clear. It's It was poorly thought out. The way this works is the way Universal does it. You charge a prohibitive, prohibitively large amount for it, so very few people consume it, and it manages the volume much more. This is too cheap. So many people buy it, it's just useless. You've essentially split the line, you know, in, into in two lines. Ads. Exactly. And, but, but it's only it's not good enough, like because so what you got on a couple of rides with a minimal weight. The rest of the time you're waiting three times longer than you would have under normal circumstances. It's just it also sort of artificially bypasses like the more natural line balancing that you would see, like, you know, with no fast pass. You know, people look at wait times and they're like, all right, well, I'm going to go, you know wait on this thing that has a short wait time so the time right. for that kind of builds up all the other ones dwindle and then they fill up and it kind of evens crowds out you know yep. if people if 300 people have lightning lane reservations for haunted mansion they're all going there and that's it it don't matter so i just don't like it i think it's i think it's a bad system i think most people who have used it are disappointed in it at best and you know sort of ambivalent about it at worst so um i think the to me, if you want to do this to monetize it, you do it like Universal. Do it and like Universal, where it. here's your max pass for the day. Yeah. But, but it's anything you want in the fast pass line once. Go. 
but it sometimes costs more than the admission. Like you might pay $150 to get in, but your max pass is $225. Like it just keeps the right. But by is, it, is it really that much now? Yeah. Man? Yeah. But by making I it mean, that other expensive, than holiday, you but... can't you you make it worth something. Like now there's hardly anybody in that line. You can walk right on. I will admit that <laughs> when I was in Florida a few weeks ago, I did splurge and get like the unlimited max pass. <laughs> Or unlimited, what do they call it at Universal? Universal and Express. I, it's yeah, not Max, it's, it's, it's Express. Yeah, it's Express Pass. And yeah, Julie and I would like get off Harry Potter's, go back on, get off Harry Potter's, go back. She just wanted to do Harry if, Potter if, all day if you long. Got, if you got some extra coin, it ain't so bad. That's all we did. So I'm like, whatever, I'm <laughs> we, just going to splurge and do it. We did so that. Our, our annual passes come with that daily. Like we can, after 4 p.m., we can max pass every attraction in the park once, you know, so like I can do that every day. So which is which, nice. that, that's a Florida resident. And I really know. love that universal offers that option. You know, it's, it's really a nice perk to their past. Yeah. So I'm hoping because they didn't align annual passes came out after they launched genie plus I'm sort of hoping they do something for pass holders when the next round of renewals comes out. So, mm -hmm. but I'm not, if ever, uh, not holding my breath. Yeah. I, by the way, I think Universal just raised ticket prices from what I saw. So there you go. Yep. Um, and yeah, Ian is a Florida resident now. Yes, he is. Just for the record. <laughs> so uh, other stuff. So I, I sold my DVC. Yes. Which is. The, uh, well, many people well, are shocked. No. And I can, no, I mean, some people are, because, you know, I own a Disney website. I go to Disney events and stuff like that. And people were like, oh, oh my goodness, you sold your DVC. Um, here's why. Cause, cause people have actually asked me why. Um, uh, first of all, it's a, it's a seller's market right now. It, at least it was for people who have low point, contracts which we did okay so just i mean full disclosure i had 60 points i didn't have a ton of points um so it, it things are it was good i mean good for what we wanted but i didn't want to get too heavy into it plus my dad has dvc points and things like that but anyway yeah it just kind of started looking at it and with all the stuff that we had over the past few years due to covid and and but just other things, life in general, it's like it became very hard to use it at the time of year where we wanted to use it and to try and string together days and then to find, you know, for us, you really had to do like pretty much a studio in order to maximize your point value and things like that and trying to find when we wanted to go and we couldn't do anything spur of the moment. And we are like spur of the moment people. We are just really not into planning things yeah. two years out. We just don't do it. For you. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it, it might be, okay, well, we've got a weekend open next month and the schedule is opened up. We'd like to go down there and stay. Let me go look on the points. You couldn't uh, get anything for 60 nothing. points and everything no. was gone. Yeah. yeah, it was gone. Or you could only get two bedrooms or villas or something like that. So essentially, I think we paid around four grand when we originally bought into it. Uh, 
I want to think it was all eight years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. And just sold it for just under seven. Oh, that's good. So yeah. we've used in the past, like I've never been a Disney vacation club member, but we've mm-hmm. used in the past where you can rent the points. No, see, that would make sense if you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen and I do that quite often when we come down for like ICOD events and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've told a couple people that I know, like, oh, go rent some points and you get so much. Like, Mm -hmm. especially if you're going with a large group, it's, you're getting like an apartment. Yeah, and there, there are deluxe accommodations. Effective as it used to be, though, with the way prices have gone up, the rental costs are a lot higher than they than they used to be. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They, they're not what they used to be, but still, like I can get like a studio, say, which is just basically a normal hotel room, essentially, mm-hmm. but a studio for I don't know, say. 1600 bucks for it and at like animal kingdom lodge whereas if i tried to rent a room i don't think i would get it for that cheap like it always i don't know jen and i would look at it and it would always seem like it was like i think there's still some value uh, in there for doing that i think maybe if you do a studio and you can buy a smaller amount of points Mm -hmm. yeah that that may be true i mean obviously we need larger accommodations so (laughs) you think Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Jimmy thought I should have should have kept my points and rented them out, but uh, the reality is the other part of the story that I didn't tell was that at the same time where I did that, the one of the other reasons why I sold it too was that uh, we're getting solar on the house here, and I'm actually paying cash for it. So um, we sold our Christmas holiday light spectacular, the Aglensky family. Holiday Light Spectacular at the same time that we did this in order to kind of take a big bite out of the chunk that the roof. that it's going to cost, yeah, to to put the panels on the roof and stuff That's like good. that. But, but yeah, so, um, yeah, for those curious, the light show is moving to Texas. Uh, and That's once so it's, awesome. once it's, and you were showing that the place where it's going is so nice. It's, and they already yes. have the show, but you're adding to it. That's really nice. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So it's like one of those things where we worked on, you know, like Jennings Osborne on a much smaller scale. You know, we built up a reputation over the course of 20 years of doing the light spectacular around here and also in Maryland. And so it was nice to be able to keep it all together, sell it to somebody. And I'm actually going to go down, uh, I think, sometime before the end of the year and help them set it up. And I hope that becomes a kind of a regular thing where we kind of go help them out and do the kind of thing. Yeah. They focus on um, kids that have uh, one parent and stuff like that. They run camps and they're doing a lot of good work uh, down near the Texas Mexico border down there. Uh, So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to be able to, to do that. But yeah, so that was, Kind of the, a little impetus besides the fact that it just every year it just had become a struggle. And plus, we're so busy. Like, we are so stinking busy. It's not funny. I thought, you know, being 55, like, things would start slowing down. And if anything, they've sped up. 
yeah. uh, in some ways. So anyway, on to uh, more Disney stuff besides uh, the the DVC. Um, did you guys see where, um, and this is an area where I'm not an expert at all, but apparently they're breaking the Galaxy's Edge timeline. Did you see that by introducing Yeah, characters? I didn't read the story, though. I, I, I did see it, um, but I didn't read it. Apparently, they they're bringing Darth bringing Vader. in people who don't belong in Batu into Batu, and some of the nerds are having like, oh well, because maybe they're from a different timeline or a different time or something, yeah, or the future or the past or whatever, <laughs> or they wouldn't have been there according to the story of Batu, and yeah, I think that's a like I think problem. like maybe like you know if you you brought. Boba Fett in or something or you know or, or what the man I don't know see I don't know which ones belong there and which ones don't this well it would be like Sam. it would be like why are you bringing Darth <laughs> Vader in when Kylo Ren is all over that place right that kind of stuff yeah exactly so um <laughs> well but There's worse that, things to be mad that, about that wouldn't happen at JK's Wizarding World let me tell you <laughs> well, true, true. <laughs> so uh apparently it's a limited time only kind of thing so anyway i just so saw that calm I, down here i was you calm down <laughs> yeah, calm down it's limited yeah. time it's, it's fine. limited time it will be okay um I mean, they don't care about that kind of stuff anymore like oh yeah remember know. in the old days when they used to say like oh like the stuff you can buy in Galaxy's Edge because you're like on a different planet. So all of the gift shop stuff is going to be like, you can only get it there. it there. Now it's like all over the parks and every park. <laughs> and it's here, want a Wookiee mug? You can buy Haunted Mansion merchandise in Epcot now. And like, you know, they don't care about any of that kind of stuff. They just, anything... Actually, the, you know what? I, I will say that was the one thing that the for the Treasures of Xandar that was a little bit refreshing is that it was specific to that and yeah. only that. For now, and I like that. I, well, right. Yeah. Until like, give it until, three months, and I'll be able to buy it at like, the camera shop on Main Street, yeah. USA. It's yeah, that may be the case. I don't know. I actually like that. I used to like it when you would go to specific stores and specific stores stock certain merchandise, yeah. and you knew oh, I love that stuff that they have. I love the stuff that they. And now it's just like yeah, like you said, the same. Well, stuff. I think even more disappointing is that it's the same stuff they have at Target, and you know, like Walmart. I mean. You know, except obviously you're going to, you know, Disney World merchandise, but it's not used to be like they used to have really unique. I agree. It used to be fun uh, doing that. kind, And and again, that was what was made me want to buy the Epcot jacket and the uh, the jacket for Star-Lord. It was just, you know, one of those unique things. And like Carolyn's shirt. Yeah. That she's glowing in. Um, <laughs> the uh, a big news over at um, Animal Kingdom is that Finding Nemo: The Big Blue and Beyond is doing a press premiere this weekend so on it's the eleventh. Totally different show now. New show, yeah. And um, Cindy Giacomo will be there uh, with three guests. Uh, and covering 
the grand opening and checking it out and filming some footage and posting it to the socials. So it um, was always a cute show. I liked that. I agreed a thousand percent. It tugged at the heartstrings. It did. But I mean, Not did you find because it's it's that. people running around, but they're holding these giant puppets yeah. and you really yeah. do tend to ignore the person standing there and like <laughs> it's true. the puppet. It's crazy. A thousand percent true. I uh, Actually, the very first, John, I remember this. The very first time I saw this show was on probably the 15th, John, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ten, I don't know. One of the two. And it was like one me, of the, yeah. John, and uh, I, I feel like I'm almost uh, invoking the name of a long lost compatriot, but Gary O'Brien and the three right. of us yeah. in there. Right. We were down close, right? Yeah, we've been you all come out being like, Yeah, no, so I'm, we're like, I'm like, not tearing up, you're tearing up. Like, I'm not crying, you're crying, you know. Like, we're like <laughs> I just got something in my you know, eye, all right? Whole big, like, not my dad sequence, you know? yeah. That was that's our kids, and we miss our kids, and like, you know, dad. we're all. I look over, and John's like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like. God, I don't know. Some allergies. Gary's like you're crying, and I'm like, shut up, you're crying. Like you know, I was like, <laughs> it's sub-Saharan dust. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. No, we were we were a bunch of you know all of us being dads. Like we, well, yeah, it, it it hit you a little bit. So and plus we were really close, and you can see uh, the acting going on really close up. It was good. So I'm, I'm really anxious to see what the show is going to be like. It opens to the public on the 13th. Um, but we will have some exclusive content on all the inner. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, we will have some exclusive content. <laughs> On, Perfect. <laughs> on all of our socials. Uh, so if you're not following along, now is the time to do so on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and the TikTok. Yes. Because every time I go to Disney, I don't even post anything on my own Instagram anymore. If you ever want to see my vacation. <laughs> Just go look on Intercot. <laughs> Just go look at Intercot. I know. It's fun. Well, we, we had one video on our TikTok that went viral, which was uh, we were doing the fiery Mustafarian, um, where where they were explaining it to me and things which like is that. A drink, we, right? A drink on the Galactic Star Cruiser, and we had about nine hundred thousand views on that, and we gained about three thousand followers. As nice, so, yeah. So um, that's fun, and there are there's some some cool little pieces of content over there that you don't see uh everywhere. post a lot of little ride clips and videos too so if you're ever sitting at your desk at work being like oh, i wish i was at disney world yeah, today just, just, just pop over in, watch a little 60 second little snippet and you'll feel better yeah go to the facebook feed and hit the video tab and just tune in tune in and tune out man <laughs> Turn on and tune out. Dude. Rip the right. knob off. Yeah, that's it. What is it? No, they don't even really use knobs anymore on radios, do they? Yeah, what is it? Uh, tune in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tune in and jerk the knob. No, that's, John, that's not that's, what they said. That's say. what they totally said. Yes, they did. 
WDV Pittsburgh. <laughs> Tune it in and jerk the knob off. <laughs> And then you hear, I'm gonna have well, to yeah, control. And then you hear, you, you hear the sound, you know, of the knob coming off. John's talking about jerking the knob off. <laughs> so, and you're talking about pounding stuff. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, yeah, having formerly watched rock or have been in rock radio and stuff like that, I guarantee you that did happen. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. I want to rock uh, at a radio. Does that yeah, ninety-three-three WMMR. <laughs> Phil, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So what? What else is going on? Summer Lake or Summer House on the Lake is coming to Disney Springs in twenty twenty-three. Uh, it's going to be located on the west side of Disney Springs, and that? it'll be in the space formerly held by Bongo's Cuban Cafe. Um, so it's check that out. Bongo's Cuban Cafe in the no, West Side. The summer house thing. That's think. where it's going to be. It's replacing that. Yeah, but what's oh. there now? There's no empty space. Where, what's yeah, there, there is. Bongo's Cuban Cafe. Yeah, used Bongo's to be there. has just been sitting there empty. It's just been sitting there empty. It's just a yeah. vacant building. Where mm-hmm. is it? Um, near, it's, I think it's near Splitsville. All the way down near, near Splitsville. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Down near there's okay. that one spot I know where you're talking about. There's yep. that one spot where it does on the left, it's like after House of Blues, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, other just quick takes. Um, Heather says, Oh, they tore, tore it, it down. down. Well, it shows how they, often I go down there. I knew it closed, but I didn't know they tore it down. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, I knew there was no you, empty, like empty buildings, so they must be actually <laughs> constructing it. Yeah, um, let's see. What other uh, other quick uh, hits here? Uh, oh, I know where it is now. It's those construction walls that are down by the... Yep. Yeah. Hoop, do you do a review? Returning June 23rd. Make reservations. Go see that. Yeah, that I haven't been there great. since the 90s. I want to see that again. Yeah, me too. My kids have never seen it. And like, I don't know, after the demise of the luau, I'm wondering how long it'll survive. So I think, I'm, I think we're going to go check it out. That's a tip for Nicole, your friend Nicole. Oh, if Both she can that. make if we can make reservations for it, that is just good old fashioned. That is some good old fashioned family but fun. Clean Clark. family fun. It's Clark. a it's at the Fort Wilderness Resort. Yep. On Disney property, you go to that resort. They have like a whole building called Pioneer Hall, and it's like a cowboy foot stomping. They're like girls in big. Yep. Whoopy dresses, you know, and they're it's like, like corny, a whole town. Like, it's silly. It's family style dinner, which actually is pretty good. The the fried chicken used to be great. Yeah, it's like uh, fried chicken, corn on the cob. They get the audience involved in the show. It's just fun. It's it's like it's a complete throwback to yesteryear, but uh, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, never, it never have had a bad time at Hoopty Doo. Um, it's always, always a laugh. And, you know, they, the performers really interact. It's kind of almost like what, what happened in uh, downtown Disney at, uh, you know, like Adventures Lounge and stuff like that, just on a different level that the performers really interact with. They're part of the show. Funny. You're part of the show. It's funny. Yeah, it's it's really good. So um, definitely check that out. Um, um, I'm not sure if you talked about this on the last podcast, but uh, not so scary. Hall- Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party is coming back August 12th through October 31st. Um, I can't believe they start the Halloween party August 12th. That's like two months from now, but 
anyways. We'll pretend it's Halloween in the summer. And uh, have they said anything about when the Christmas party started? They haven't announced the Christmas parties yet. Okay. I don't. I don't think I've uh, seen that, but no, um, I haven't seen it. In fact, but, I don't even know if they've actually officially announced. I know they announced the return of Mickey's Not So Scary. Oh yeah, they do have dates because I remember talking to you guys about the uh, having <clears> one that, uh, overlaps on the but, on the twenty fifth. But yeah, I haven't seen anything on the Christmas party yet. Okay. As we're running out of time, uh, coming up on our nine thirty, <laughs> um, just uh, yeah, the Eat to the Beat. Uh, concert lineup has been announced. Go check that out online. Epcot International. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's going to be running July 14th through November 19th. Oh, that's, that's a long. long. Can't wait to and see. is it the usual? Really it's the it's usual a, assortment of a lot of usuals. Although there are a few names missing. One of them, Philadelphia Zone, the Hooters, not there this year so that kind of bum bums what me about out davy jones from the monkeys he's no dead. he's, he's oh, dead. He dead yeah no didn't they no he's dead is, is and mickey dolan's dead too no yeah. mickey dolan's is alive okay peter oh, no, mickey dolan's is the only one alive peter torque's dead mike nesmith is dead and uh davy jones is dead. Davey yeah, Jones yeah. yeah. all right real quick um, we did say didn't nicole we were going to answer a question disney first time we're here taking kids eight Eight, eight, and seven? She's two twin boys. Oh, twin boys was, and a daughter. I have twins too, by the way, Nicole. They're girls, but uh, I've done <clears> Disney <throat> with twins myself. And Disney in December. She's we have previous going between podcasts Christmas and New Year's, so God bless oh, her. God her. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pack it, your patience. Oh, pack your patience. Yeah. With, as far as what rides are suitable for kids that age, you most of them to- except for the coasters. Yeah, you've well, got to decide what you think that your kids can handle. Yes. Um, I will say, Nicole, that the roller coasters and the thrill rides at Disney are not like, and we're Canadian here, they're not like Canada's Wonderland that are like rinky-dinky and, oh, my God, we're all going to die fall fair type things. They're yeah. very smooth and stuff. So if you think the boys could handle um, just going fast, but feel very secure and smooth and stuff then they they would be fine just you can even search for um the height requirements and then measure your kids and see how tall they are and really if they're tall enough for the ride they would be fine they probably i'd recommend starting them out on so like they have a couple of kitty coasters so like at um magic kingdom i so i'm assuming that your kids have never been on roller coasters before for all i know they're thrill ride nuts and that you may be like shut up but (laughs) In case they're not, try like Goof. Well, it used to be Goofy's Barnstormer. I think they call it something else now, but it's in Fantasyland. There, you can try them on that. Goofy's Barnstormer. Is it still? Yeah, it's, yeah, the great. Yeah, it's, it's still called. Yeah, the see how they go, go on that. See how they do on like things like Long. It's very yeah, simple. It's like, yeah. Big Thunder Mountain is another one. Like my my one of my twins. Line train. She's a super oh, yeah. chicken. She like won't do anything, but she'll ride Big Thunder Mountain. So you can kind of ease them in on some of the smaller stuff. I mean, Space Mountain is in the dark, so it tends to scare kids. That scared me at age eight. Yes, it's not, and and you sit by yourself, like everybody sits in a in a chair in front of each other. So, so you might want to skip that one. Um, You know, must dudes for kids that old. I mean, girls or boys, Carolyn. Two eight-year-old boys and a seven-year-old daughter. 
Okay, so you know, like you're, if I don't know whether your daughters are into princesses or not, but there's a Little Mermaid ride that she'd probably like. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What else? I, honest to God, food, like food, any, bear. there anything. Frozen. I just I always used to just go by the height requirements, yeah. and I'd be like, well, if you're this tall, then it must be fine for kids your age. And Pooh Bear, Speedway, uh, uh, Laugh Floor, Comedy Club. The, all the all those things uh tiki room pirates will be fine probably if, if you know i i would imagine they'll be all right and even that. like at the other parks like animal kingdom just check the heights because there's rides like jungle cruise like, during the day like uh soren at epcot yeah. and um flights of passage at animal kingdom they're yes. thrilling and they're they're like wow i'm flying yeah. and they're really neat like that right. but they're not like fast and scary frozen. And, yeah there's just height requirements because of the thing that you gotta sit in but. even uh the runaway railway is oh runaway <laughs> railway is great they'll love that That's yeah, yeah that kind of stuff um, ratatouille is super fun you know the in yep. Epcot. frozen and epcot really good um you know, you got to take them on the classics, so don't miss Haunted Mansion. Don't miss Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, Haunted Mansion, you know, be prepared. They may have their eyes closed through half of it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like, you know. You never it's know. Not, it's nothing like touching you. They're friendly or, ghosts. Just tell them. They're goofy, silly ghosts. Is what silly you ghosts. To That's exactly what my We used to call are. it, so when my oldest was little, we actually used to call it the funny ride um, because we told her the ghosts were funny. And so that, and that's like... It's yeah. like little Splash Mountain and big Splash Mountain. We told, told our kids that there was no big drop. Oh, you big liar. That's a big oh, lie. Yeah, that was. Oh, no. The big ride liar. we're going and on we went is on behind this Yeah, it's the, you see down below here, that's little Splash Mountain. And then the back there, that's big Splash We're just going to go on little Splash Mountain. <laughs> that's just and then yeah. they get to the top and they're like, yeah. but, 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 but they loved it. They loved it. So yeah, I mean, it could have yeah. gone bad for you, John. That's good. It, so I think, you know, Nicole, hopefully we gave you some stuff to go on. Real quick, you said you wanted to do character meals. So, you know, you got Crystal Palace is the good They don't one. do characters right now at Crystal Palace. Maybe I think they they're back, like actually, December. aren't they? They weren't. Aqua cheese? So Julie and I, I ate there. The character dining coming back. So she's not going to December. It all will certainly be back. That's a good one. Cinderella's Royal Table is a good one. Yep. I, I think, well, I think we covered most of it. Yeah. Okay. We got to wrap anyway. It's time. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, nice work. Right, well, thank you for being radiant this evening. We all enjoyed Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Jimmy Horn for all his support and commentary during the podcast. <laughs> Jeez. Don't really to give him another mention. Uh, be sure and uh, give the folks at Magical Journeys a call today or tomorrow or email them now and they'll get back to you tomorrow uh, because those bookings for 2023 are now open as of today. Hotel stays, packages, etc. Give them a call. They'll be able to tell you what's available. And they don't uh, just do Disney. They do no. Universal and lots of other things. And so. cruises. Uh, and not just Disney cruises as well. So uh, definitely give Nancy and crew over there a ring. I keep saying a ring, but you know, it is 2022. Send them a note on their <laughs> website. Send them a text and message. On the World Wide Web. On the World Wide Web. 
Right. Give them a ringy dingy. Uh, anyway, uh, we thank them for sponsoring us and helping us bring the magic to you for these 25 years. Go to wintercott.com and sign up for our meet and greet uh, at Planet Hollywood coming up this October. That'll be a great time. Um, and other than that, we hope to see you uh, in a shorter amount of time than a month and a half or whatever it's been since the last time. Episode 150 is in the can. For Carol and Ian, I am still John. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.